Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. You can get on the line at 855-212-4227, reacting to everything that happened with Simone Biles this week, or tweet in at Robin Lundberg, R-O-B-I-N-L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. But just remember, when you tweet in or use any social media platform, it's not real life. You have to remind yourself, it's not real life. Um, even if some people are nice, like Josh Schrift just tweets in, good morning from Kentucky. Well, good morning to you, Josh. You know, because... Sometimes you'll, you'll, you'll get these reactions on social media and, and you go outside <laughs> and you talk to people and it's not the same. The person outside is not yelling and screaming at you. Um, and in my line of work, I'll tell you, like, it can be tough sometimes. Like, there's – nobody wants to hear this. I'm not crying or anything like that. But, like, it's, you know, the pressure of chasing that next hit. Or the, the next thing that, that people are watching or listening to or whatever. Or the, the comment section. And people coming at you all the time. Um, and it doesn't – generally, I'm just like, whatever. But, you know, like the you could read 50 comments telling you you're a bum. And then the 51st one. Somebody says something, you're like, yeah, am, I, am I a bum? <laughs> you know, like, do I deserve this? Uh, and get you to question yourself. And I'm like nothing. I'm nobody, right? Meanwhile, you got these super famous people who I can't imagine how much stuff they're getting. You can't even imagine it. And I, I know it's easy to say just get off social media. I'm old enough where I remember a time where there was no social media. Like, I'm old enough. I'll be 40 at the end of uh, August. So I, I guess that is a conceivable thing for me. I, I can't get off social media because of my you know job. But I also like Twitter uh, personally. But, you know, younger people, social media has been a part of their lives their whole life or at least their whole formative life. So, like, the option of not being on social media, that, that's part of their existence. And, and I think social media has contributed to some of the, the struggles with mental health and and the way people look at things and view things and behave. I mean, in the pandemic, especially when everybody's been inside all day, like they're in front of a screen all the time. And that just does something to your brain. And you're, you know, being in, in that space all the time where you can just type something up and send it out all the time. And, and of course, social media allows people to put out these worst versions of themselves without any consequences or repercussions because you never have to see anybody. Like, you, you know, these people who are, are tough guys online, you know, 
can't get punched in the face from something you're sending from your computer or your phone. And you'll see it a lot. Like I'll read, I'll respond to some of these people. They'll say something, not expecting a reply, and then they get a reply, and they're like, "Oh, I'm just kidding, man. I'm a fan." Oh yeah, then why were you just calling me a, a toolbox or whatever? I'm censoring things. Have you ever called anyone a toolbox? Uh, but Simone Biles, I, I think that's you know, um, part of not maybe even what happened with her, but even the reaction to her. And and just the the craziness and frenziness around it, take a step back, and then you see that also goes though for cable news because you got pundits all over the place, and sometimes things don't have to be like aggressively one way or the other. Like I said, she didn't have to be aggressively a hero or aggressively a quitter. You know, mental health is important, but I'm not gonna say like Simone Biles leaving in the middle of a competition is the most commendable thing I've ever seen because of the the example it sets to people. I mean, I I agree in general of toughing things out and going through adversity. Like, in general, I agree with that. So I don't want to just totally go in this crazy laudatory tone about what happened. At the same time, she's a human being who doesn't owe anybody anything, who has a track record. That says way more than these people who are calling her a quitter. You know, she could have hurt herself. You have no idea what's going on in her head or how she reached that breaking point. She's got so many medals and awards and whatnot. Like, it's not like she hasn't proven herself in adversity, competing injured. Obviously, she's gone through significant traumatic events to get where she's at too. So there's a lot of room between hero and quitter is all I'm saying. 855-212-4227. Let's go to Darren in Michigan. Darren, you're up on the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, good morning, Robin. Um, I'm really glad that you uh, uh, grabbed onto this topic. First, I'd like to say I applaud you for briefly talking about your about uh, your own experiences with counseling and, and seeing a therapist. And, you know, there's an old saying that people who think that seeing a counselor or a therapist is a waste of time or only for the week are probably those who could benefit the most from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but, you know, I have to admit, I'm, I'm here in Grand Ledge, Michigan. I'm about 20, 25 minutes from Michigan State University. And I have to admit that at first, when I heard this, I thought, oh, another soft D2 athlete who choked. And then, Robin, I have to be honest with you, I, I, I immediately was reminded of something, and I felt totally ashamed of myself for jumping to that conclusion and judging this young woman. Because let's not forget that the U.S. gymnastics team was victimized for years by a scumball by the name of Dr. Larry Nassar who was employed by Michigan State University. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, Sally Jenkins of the Washington Post wrote a story about that. and I, I encourage everyone to go out and read it because it's excellent. Because she talks about how the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee and the U.S. Gymnastics and the Department of Justice, how they've all worked together essentially to collude and to just push all of this under the rug. They're all 
all fighting the lawsuits that are up against them by former gymnasts who were victimized. And I don't know Ms. Biles. I don't know her situation. I don't know if she was a direct victim of being molested, being sexually assaulted by this evil creep. But it doesn't matter. The point is, is we have already seen many of them. And I can't think of her name. I was on hold and I could not remember her name. But basically, she had to retire from the sport because, you know, she was having panic attacks. And anytime she walked into a gym after everything that happened to her, she literally, you know, she had extreme anxiety issues. And it's like, this is what people need to remember is, I don't know if any of this is related to why she has decided, you know, to bow out. But, you know, I think it's important to remember this and not just look at someone and say, oh, well, you know, what a quitter you are, because you don't have any idea what these girls went through. Well, yeah, it's a part of her story for sure, and and she was, you know, um, I I don't know what it entails, but she was and has been reported as a victim of Larry Nasser, and she actually specifically in the past has cited um, her wanting to compete to not just for gymnastics, but to to make sure people didn't forget about what happened. I, I think the quote was, "If there weren't a remaining survivor in the sport, they would have just brushed it to the side." So. That takes courage in and of itself, right? To say, I, you know, I'm going to continue competing um, to make sure people don't forget about this th- terrible thing that happened to me and happened to others. And, and again, that's part of what I was saying before about her track record. Like, for those who are calling her a quitter, shut up. You know, like, look at her track record. Look at all the gold medals. Look at all the winning she's done. Look at what she's been through and persevered through. So, for her... To have a breaking point probably should tell you something. And yeah. and you never know when that breaking point comes for somebody, right? Like, you don't know. I mean, maybe she was struggling with this for a while and, and pushed through just to get to the Olympics and then in the midst of it said, I can't do it. Because, again, what she can't do is is flip through the air three and a half times or whatever it is. And she, she's not – she called it the twisties, I think, on her Instagram caption and talked about how unsafe it is to – to not be able to uh, have the confidence you can complete the things you're attempting to do because if you can't, you can hurt yourself. And in the midst of the the quitting incident, she may have helped the team because she was not performing to her level and maybe she would have brought their score down. So uh, it's a lot of people who have never cared about gymnastics for a second in their lives all of a sudden who got a chance to, to, you know, crap on her and decided to do so level so, like, and you pointed it out again and, I, and and you're exactly right it takes a level of focus and concentration that few people can even comprehend let alone try to actually achieve like these gymnasts i mean they're yeah. incredible athletes and yeah i don't have a great deal of interest in gymnastics but i can recognize you know greatness and she and recognize that you know you you cannot get to where she got without having incredible strength and mental and, and mental focus. I mean, you just can't. And the final comment I would make, Robin, is, you know, I would have supported all these young ladies to show up at the Olympics and then all, the entire gymnastics team, refused to compete and say, you know what, we're not going to compete anymore until they do something about what happened to us. Because you're right, you're exactly right. They have done everything they could for years to just push this all underneath the rug. And Simone Biles is correct. You know, I mean, once the victims go away, people tend to forget. Well, we can't forget. 
because just imagine if this was your sister or your daughter or your significant other that went through this. You know, you wouldn't be calling them soft and you wouldn't be calling them weak or a quitter. So, I, you know, I encourage people to think about that. Have a great day. You too, man. Uh, look, as far as them not competing, they, they also have individual goals and dreams. I mean, like Suni Lee, who wound up winning the, the gold medal. I mean, she seized the opportunity. So that was awesome to see, too. And, and like I said, I, I you know, where, where I say that there's room between hero and quitter, I, I believe mental health is important. Um, I, I don't know if this is the example that I would point to that, that was the breakthrough example because in general terms, I would lean on the side of persevering through things, not backing out of things in general terms, right? Like, and, and I get, like, what would, what would we say about Tom Brady? What would we say about LeBron James? I get all that. So I, I, I understand the reaction to a degree. But once you actually, like, analyze it and think about it and, and realize what happened there and you combine that with what this young woman has accomplished in the past and you hear people calling her a quitter from their YouTube stream or whatever, you know, it, that takes a lot of gall. And each circumstance has to be looked at differently, and it's a different sport. It's a different event. It's a different, you know, thing than than some of the stuff that we talk about on a day to day basis as well. And you never know what's going on in somebody's head. Let's go to Billy in Toronto. Billy, you're up next. What's up? Hey, Rob, and I, I'm going to touch on a few points really quickly. So uh, I, w- I want to hit all what you talked uh, about this morning. Uh, first of all, with um, uh, Russell Westbrook going to the Lakers. Listen, Russell, if you listen to LeBron James, you will have a championship next year if that team is healthy. You will beat Brooklyn in the final. If you're going to be the old Russell Westbrook, you're going to ruin that team. Please, listen to the guy, pass the ball, take the open shot. Don't, don't be looking for 50 and 30 assists and, and 25 rebounds. Don't do it. As, as for um, Tim, uh, uh, the gymnastics girl, uh, you know, listen, mental health is a big thing here. And if she had it came to the Olympics before the Olympics and stopped before the Olympics started and said, you know what, guys, this has happened to me in the past and all this, I'm not ready to perform, and uh, I'm really sorry, but uh, I just cannot do it. We would, all, we would all applaud her. But when you happen to have a bad first couple rounds and then all this stuff gets, bro- all this stuff gets brought up, I don't know. I'm having a hard time buying it. Well, I, I well really Billy, am. I mean, you have no idea, like, how much she pushed through to get to that. I mean, she probably was feeling that way, but the term I, – I, I don't know what's going on in her head, so I don't want to say she probably was feeling that way and put, put my thoughts uh, in place of hers. But perhaps she was feeling that way and said, you know, it is the Olympics, though. I, I do need to do this. I do need to go out and try and do this. I, I do, you know, have fans. I, I do have, you know, goals, and, and it, it just got to that point. And again, with that specific sport and what she's attempting to do, it's easy to say in the midst of a bad thing, oh, you know, don't pull out. But if she doesn't believe she can, one, if she believes she's hurting the team, you could spin it the other way and say she, you know, did a good thing for the team by, by dropping out. And then two, if she doesn't believe she can compete what she, complete what she's attempting to do, she can hurt herself, right? Like, so it's not as simple as, as some of the ways we look at, at, at other things. I, I agree, Robin, but this wasn't a girl that was uh, tumbling and looking like a drunken sailor out there. She just missed a couple of lands. She looked great to me. 
She missed a couple of. Well, blocks. her scores, her scores were way below what they typically were. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight mental health. I get it and all that. But if it's that bad for you, Simone, what I, what I would recommend for you is to hop on a plane, get home, and get some help. Really, just uh, if, if it's that bad. By all means, go and do it. I, I see it in a different perspective. I'm like you. I would have liked to see her push through it. But again, we don't, we don't know, we don't know that. What, a couple other topics. Sad to see the Cubs break up like that. I thought that I thought that team would go on a long run and dominate for a while. Very disappointing that they only had uh, only had one championship. I mean, I, I love going to Chicago. Uh, reminds me of Toronto so much, and I love going there. Why? It's not. I'll still go there because I love the city, but. Uh, Man, I would have liked to have seen uh, that team uh, win a few more championships. And finally, just a little Canadian perspective here. Kind of, I'm kind of sad here in Toronto. I'm not, I mean, we got the Blue Jays back, which is great. It's good to see them back there. But a couple of, a couple of our, uh, first of all, our trade in baseball. I mean, I like Berrios. Don't get me wrong. He's going to help. But, man, did we give up a lot. Austin Martin is going to be a great player. He fell to us in the, in the draft in number five. I thought it was the steal of the draft. And I like our, the, the pitcher that we gave up. Barrio sometimes looks like Tom Seaver. Sometimes he looks like Mrs. Seaver. I thought we gave up way too much. And finally, the draft. I know we drafted a point guard last year, but man, did I want Suggs at number four. Again, we draft a big guy that can't shoot. I mean, and you got to just love when people say, well, you know what? We're going to try and uh, we're going to try to fix his shooting. I mean, if you've got to fix a guy's shooting at the NBA level, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I really wanted Suggs, and I thought that was uh, uh, a major disappointment. Even though the, the next guy might, uh, the guy that we took, Minor, he might be great, but Suggs was our guy, and uh, I, I didn't like our pick at all. Thanks, Robin. Well, look, we will see. Uh, shooting ability definitely a a drawback uh, for for Scotty Barnes, who the the Raptors took at fourth in the NBA draft. But I, I, look, I'm not a I'm not a draft evaluator. Uh, I've seen plenty of guys be better than people thought or worse than people thought at various picks in the draft. 855-212-4227 if you want to continue to react to Simone Biles or anything else we've talked about in the show. Plus, coming up in a bit, we will continue a tradition unlike any other, arguing about quarterback rankings. It's the Robin Ludberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Robin Lundberg Show. And you can be like Tim and Charlotte. Tim, you're on the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Robin, you know, I, I would never ask you for a hammer, but I would call you a toolback. Um, just kidding. <laughs> that was funny that you said nobody would ever refer to me as a toolbag or toolbox. Like, yeah, well, um, I just say there's like people actually say these things in real life, you know. <laughs> uh, and, and you know what? I, I, I hear you, dude. And I, I'm, in the, I'm in the medical field. I'm a physical therapist and a strength trainer. Okay. And my thing is, I have two brothers who have PTSD from uh, serving in the Army. And um, I didn't really understand what mental health was till I sat down with them. And, you know, a lot of these soldiers, they, they see stuff you and I don't even want to dream about. And of course, um, if somebody like Simone Biles, who is the queen of gymnastics, probably, probably the, the one or two top greatest gymnasts we'll ever see. If she has to take a breather and sit out, take a breather, sit out. I, I don't look at it as um, quitting. I, I don't look at her as a hero either. I just look at her as a person who's probably thinking, man, I could get injured. And you you nailed it because they're doing stuff that you and I were – I mean, I stepped back from the TV. And I'm like, huh, in the hell are they doing that? And 
I, I think if she's coming to grips with things like that, that she, she needs to take a break. And, you know, PTSD for soldiers is, is a whole, is a whole thing. I mean, I, it, it's very difficult to understand. I, I, I have, I have a, I mean, I look at my two brothers as like, man, those guys are absolute just fortresses of strength. And certain things broke them down. One of my, my brother was in, in the Pentagon during 9-11. And my other brother was part of an extraction team that took out Manuel Noriega in Panama. And so they saw different things that none of us get a chance to see. And I work with people who've had car crashes and fix them up and get their legs back. And they don't want to drive again, or they don't want to ride their, you know, their 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 BMX bike because they broke something. And I think Simone Biles going through this stuff. You met, you said social media. That can be that can be an absolute dagger, just just stabbing at us. I think you're you're opening a great topic, and I I, I really appreciate your show. You do a heck of a job. Um, you know, we've talked before. I. I enjoy your show every morning on a Saturday because I'm, I'm working. I do something totally different than my physical therapy that I do during the week. I cut trees on the weekends for, for a group, and it's, it, it kind of gives me a different perspective. I, 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 I agree with you in a lot of things, and um, I really enjoy your show. And Keep up the great work, please. You know, thank you for the the kind words. Uh, just like some of the mean ones can can hit, the kind ones can land as well. And 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 I thank you for that. Look, I, I don't like to compare anybody's situation, right? Like, I, I don't want to compare the military to gymnastics or or cutting trees to physical therapy. Everybody's an individual. Everybody's an individual, and that's what she is. She's a human being, right? Like, and she reached her breaking point. It just happened to be at that point in time. And I would again, defer to her track record before I would defer to these uh, talking heads or whomever or are coming after. You know, like, she's the, she is the greatest gymnast of all time. Like, most decorated uh, as far as the things she's able to do, I believe. You know, like, they, they name specific moves after her because nobody else could do them. You know, like, that she is. That's just, like, etched into history already. That doesn't mean she's beyond critique for anything. You could be an all-time great. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. He can make a bad play in a game. He can have a bad moment, you know, so on and so forth. But in, in this specific instance, you know, a, a lot of it is um, faux outrage, right? Like, it's not real from people. They, they do it performatively. They're outraged because they know this group of people is going to eat it up if they call her a quitter and whatever. Or the opposite end of the spectrum, they know you know they're going to get rally people rallying behind her them if they call her a hero or or whatnot. She doesn't owe anybody anything. Period. Point blank, except herself. Her track record speaks for itself. At the same time, we could say in general, like for me, like I said, for the most part, in the broadest brushstrokes, I believe in persevering and pushing through things. But people have breaking points, and and everybody goes through different things. Everybody in all different jobs, all different walks of life has their own problems. And you never know what somebody might be suffering from or, you know, where they're at, you know, when it comes to their breaking point. And it, it just takes a lot of gall for people to talk the way that they talk sometimes. Cliff in Forestville, Maryland. Cliff, you're up next here on the show. What's going on? Hey, how you doing? I'm, listen, I'm 64 years old. I've watched every Olympics since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. First of all, People have to remember, 
she the Olympics supposed to have been last year. She shouldn't even have been there technically. And she's over in Japan, and the, the pandemic is spiking. Don't have any uh, support people, no family, no friends. When Tom Brady go out to play football, he's not putting his life in danger technically because this girl was spinning around the circuit. She couldn't remember how many what? turns she made. She did the right thing. It, well, in football, look, I, mean, I don't know if football is the best example because you are in physical peril in football, but Tom Brady has an offensive line blocking for him. Tom right. Brady has a running back he can hand the ball to, a receiver he could throw the ball to. We don't know how many times people have checked themselves out of a game, maybe like pretending they have an injury or, or what, what not have you. It's just not – it's also not an apples-to-apples apples comparison necessarily. Right. And like, you know um, – and appreciate the call. Like, I wouldn't compare Michael Jordan quitting to go play baseball. Uh, quitting, wrong word. Uh, retiring to go play baseball uh, to the, the Simone Biles. It's different. It was after a season. It's not exactly the same. But Michael Jordan, the great, the goat that people love to, to talk about as the most competitive human being who's ever lived and ever done anything, he, he reached a breaking point and, and went and did something. I, I'm always fascinated. I've been fascinated by how that would be covered today. You know, Michael Jordan doing what he did at that time. Uh, you know, there's there's so many – Barry Sanders, you know, walking away from football when he did. I remember that being shocking to me as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, There's other examples that you could point to that maybe are, are parallel to some degree, if not exactly the same. But to your point, sir – yeah, I mean, Simone Biles is doing something. She's like a superhero flying through the air. And if she's saying she doesn't know where she is in the air, she's clearly not at the peak of her powers. And when somebody like who has done as much as she has, I know we're not following it as closely, but they tell you something like that, you have to take it seriously. You have to take it seriously. But no, you know, um, Billy Bob in front of his microphone needs to pretend he's the toughest guy who ever lived. These people who are, you know, throwing hissy fits about wearing a mask or about whatever it may be they can't cope with or deal with. <laughs> I don't know. You're listening to The Robin Lundberg Show. Hey, <laughs> it is The Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We've talked a little Russell Westbrook to the Lakers, MLB trade deadline frenzy, um, Simone Biles. And her situation and all the takes that have come as a result. 855-212-4227. Going to tell you who Madden ranks as the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL coming up in just a bit. But always enjoy talking to you on a Saturday morning. So let's go to Sean in San Diego. Uh, San Diego. Yeah, hi, Ryan. Sean, How you doing, buddy? How's what's going on, dude? All right. Real good. Listen, hey, I just want to say this about Simone uh, Biles. Um, okay. Generally, the connotation of the word hero it deals with life and death, like going into a burning building and saving a baby or somebody drowning and you go and save them. But I got to say this about her, because to be a hero, you do have to be courageous. And she, um, you know, courage is making a good choice or choices in the face of fear or, you know, obstacles, major obstacles. So she's definitely courageous. And think about this for 20 years, I'm going to say she probably started doing gymnastics when she was like four or five. And she's 24. For 20 years, she's worked for two weeks of her life for 20 years. Mental health or mental illness is real. And for her to have to do that, and when she is uber competitive, like 
you can't even imagine. I mean, to the utmost, I mean, competitive and a competitor. So for her to have to do this, it's courageous and it's real. And that's all I want to say. That's my take. Well, like, Thank you. Maybe she didn't have a choice, right? Like, that's also part of it, too. I mean, if she had yeah. a choice in the in the moment, uh, we all have a choice at the time. But what I mean is, like, uh, it, it just got to a point where she felt like she didn't have a choice. Now, in that moment, again, she did have the wherewithal, at least after the fact, um, she said to say, I didn't want to cost them a medal because she knew where she was. She said, I can't go out there. That's what she said. I can't go out there. I can't go up there, whatever right. it was. You know, like that, right. that is a real, you know, thing. And when I say there's room between hero and, and quitter, look, there have been a lot of people who have been mental health advocates. And I, and I don't want to say this instance is, you know, bigger or greater or more important or more needed than, sure. than all the work that's been done by other people. Cause she, this is sure, her, not. she's a, a human being and, and, you know, she got to this point. So, um, I, it, it does add to the conversation. Sure. But I, you know, I stopped short of saying hero for, for that. I get what you're saying overall, just like I wouldn't call her a quitter. Cause that's ridiculous. Right. Given no, what she's gone not. out there no, and accomplished. You know? No, absolutely not. And just one last thing to say. You know, I was listening to Amy Lawrence. I did not know this happened. I didn't see her any of her, um, you know, individual performance or anything like that. But Amy Lawrence was saying that she actually, two things, she stepped out of bounds or something or she missed out or something like that. And she also, um, I guess, fell. I mean, so there are things that you're seeing that generally didn't happen with her that were happening. And so I guess it was like a precursor. And then that's what prompted her. She, she was already pushing that's through something like for all the people saying push through. Uh-huh. And again, like I said, in general, and, and thank you for the call. I believe in pushing yeah, through. Thank you. She, she, she probably already had pushed through a lot to get to there and probably felt it was her responsibility or, you know, or whatever to everybody to do it or, or to herself to do it. But again, she doesn't owe anybody anything. You know, and and the people that had this crazy reaction, like she owed them anything, didn't give a damn about her before this happened. Gary in Jacksonville. Gary, you're up next on the Robin Ludberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, Robin. Good to talk to you again, sir. You too. I wanted to talk NBA draft, but first I wanted to say, but I think there's a double standard between female and male athletes regarding this issue, Robin. I think... Uh, female athletes get more of the benefit of the doubt, more understanding where uh, you look at uh, Jake Culler during that playoff game, man, and he got absolutely roasted over the media. I mean, they, to the point of, you know, give the guy a break. I mean, it, it got so bad that I felt bad for the guy, the way uh, the media was just attacking the guy. And uh, it just seems a double standard to me. That's my opinion. There's a double standard to me and regarding the uh, mental health issue. Uh, look, uh, I mean, I think with, with I don't know if Jay Cutler was a, a mental health aspect thing or not. Um, there's also been a, a time difference. I, could there be a double standard? Sure. I mean, look, we, we've seen, like I said, sometimes I, I've had to bring this point up before. You have to remember these athletes are people too. And the way we talk about them and discuss them is dehumanizing at times. Right. And, and and you have to be very careful about that. Well, but I don't want to... That, that went A-W-O-L, I mean, he had some mental... Was it Barrett or something in the center? I mean, I mean there's I so many... Of course, there's so many different instances that you could you can go back through and, and look at. And that's why each 
situations should be treated individually. But just like because of a standard or whatever doesn't mean I'm going to treat Simone Biles any differently. I bring this up with LeBron in a much more trivial way all the time. But like when people say, hey, if this were LeBron, they would be talked about this way. Well, okay, maybe that's true. But I know that the way LeBron has been covered and treated is ridiculous. So if I go in with that knowledge, why would I then perpetuate that just to hold people to the same standard? Then I'm actively being ridiculous, right? Like I'm big, actively being stupid. I'm a big Magic fan, Robin, and the, you know my Dolphins got two Jalen's, and now the the Magic got uh, Jalen Suggs. I thought uh, I was so ecstatic to see him still available at five because I looked at uh, Suggs, Mobley, you know. Uh, Cunningham and uh, uh, Jalen Green as, as as the four, uh, you know, the, uh, a notch above the others. Well, least, look, uh, at, I mean, the, the Orlando Magic, that's a franchise, and I appreciate the call that can use a shot in the arm, right? Like, that's 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 one that you know, Detroit, too, had the number one pick and obviously took Cade Cunningham. There's, there's some of these franchises out there that have been kind of just blah for a long time. For the Magic, that's since Shaq and Penny. Uh, obviously since for the Pistons, that's since that, that title team in, in 2004. Um, it, it, so you, you hope some of these franchises, you, you want every franchise to have something interesting about them ideally. Right. Um, and nowadays I think, you know, we're getting to a point in the NBA where there's more franchises that have, uh, something interesting about them. I, I, my biggest, the biggest news to me out of the NBA this week though, was the, um, the rule changes that they're going to bring in next year to try to curtail just moves based on drawing fouls that aren't natural basketball moves. Cause I think the biggest problem the NBA actually has is the way it's officiated, particularly on the perimeter. So if they can, if they can take that down, cause guys just start taking advantage of the way it's called and it just mucks up the game so much, that would be the, the biggest thing that happens in the off season, regardless of who gets traded or uh, who was drafted or, or who signs coming up in free agency. That would be the biggest thing to me. Let's go to Mike in Ontario. Mike, you're up next here on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on? Good morning, Rob. And I wanted to talk to you about Simone Biles. Uh, my daughter is a competitive gymnast as well, and she's experienced the twisties. And she says mm-hmm. the best way you can describe that would be uh, as if somebody had vertigo or your balance is completely off, uh, which is why I think Simone did the right thing in pulling out. And I'll hang up and I'll listen to your comments. Thanks very much. Well, look, I mean, I don't know. I, I've never tr- attempted to do I can't. I, I don't think I could do a forward roll right now. <laughs> you know, like, uh, that is, uh, you know, <laughs> wild what she does. So if she's te- – like, who would know better than her? <laughs> right? Like, that's the thing. Of all these people who say that, like, she knows best. And and I, I – it, it – logically makes sense that that would be dangerous you know if you you can't because how could somebody even do it in the first place that's wild enough that someone would even attempt it much less pull it off and then if they're not confident or they don't believe that they can get get it done like you're gonna tell them they should go out and break their neck i mean come on demetrius in louisville you're up next here on the show hey how you doing man uh i just wanted to chime in and say that you know, I compare, you know, what she going through almost to, like, pitchers getting the ips, uh, basketball players going through a phase where they miss free throws when they were once a good free throw maker. You know, it's just like like a cheerleader. 
that that's at the top of the pack. When she goes up or when they throw her up there, she always takes that risk of it going wrong. And she has to land on that one leg, and, and they know what it feels like to go wrong because they, they, that's where it's their craft. So I just think she got in her head about it and, and got the yips. Sure, sure, but let's say it is the yips, right? But the yips in what she's doing is a lot different than the yips when it comes to the free throw line or throwing from shortstop to first base. You know? True, but in her her craft, if she gets in her head about, you know, or going through a routine or doing something, what's different about a pitcher going up or to the line? Because they they won't break their neck. True. That's what I mean. I I mean – I don't know. I don't want to pretend I know everything that's going on, but the twisties, when they say the twisties, yes, what you are referring that is essentially synonymous with the yips, what you're referring to. But there is a, you know, again, not everything is, even if there is a, a similarity, not everything is exactly the same, right? Because Chuck Knobloch having the yips is embarrassing, um, but it's not uh, endangering him. Same thing for, you know, uh, whoever it may be at the free throw line, right? But, but, uh, wouldn't, it be, but wouldn't it be mental? Mental? Yo, yes. A, I'm not saying it's not mental. 100%. Yeah, that's, 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 that's where I was going. It's yeah. like a mental thing as far as it being like a mental health and, and their field or whatever they're doing. Well, and, and then, like like I said, and, and thank you for the call, like, to me, it, it's sometimes like I have to remember, like, when you're just crushing somebody or scrutinizing them or t- destroying them, that, that's a person out there. You know, so you got to be fair. I mean, that doesn't mean – look, part of this business is, you know, calling it like you see it, see it and, and giving your honest thoughts and takes. And I'm not saying athletes shouldn't be critiqued. But there, there's lines. There's always lines. And, and it's something to be cognizant of, especially nowadays as, as we see this more often. You know, you are – people are – these guys, they're reading it. They're hearing it. They're seeing it. Guys and gals, Leo in Dallas. Leo, you're up next here on the Robert Lundberg Show on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, thanks for taking my call, man. Hey, I, I understand for us not going after her as hard. I get, you know, I get that part. But, you know, I don't think we should be like, oh, she's heroic. She, you know, she's taking care of mental health. Because in sports, are we going to come to a day where athletes can just say, hey, I, my mental health's off today. I don't want to play. You know, when we, we have the right as fans to be disappointed and call that out. So we don't have to like be saying, "Oh, this is a rogue of the of the of the athletes. They're they're so rogue." And no, nah, you know, at the end of the day, I'm disappointed she didn't get to perform, but I understand that what she did it. Well, and that's why I say, look, I mean, I, I think again, you have to treat each um, situation individually, right? But that's why I say there's a lot of room between hero and quitter. You know, like quitter is all the way over there, hero is all the way over there. And between those two things, there is a lot of room. And that's where I would place this Simone Biles situation somewhere in that room between hero and quitter. Um, And and I would definitely not call her a hero for this, though taking care of yourself is very important. Let me emphasize. And I would absolutely not call her a quitter. For this, because the people who are doing that do not have her track record, and what she was doing, you know, is is dangerous in that moment, and you don't know what's going on in her head, and it's okay for things to to not be that or this, this or that, you know. 
Coming up next, we'll argue about something a little bit more trivial. NFL quarterbacks and where they rank. You know, but even these guys are like, hey, you got me at eight? That that hurts <laughs> my feelings. <laughs> it's the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.